0: Top teachers, this is Michelle popping in real fast for a quick disclaimer. I recently got a new computer, and when I hooked up my podcast equipment for the recording of this episode, I forgot to switch it over to my microphone. So you are going to hear Bridget's beautiful, crystal clear voice, and then you're going to hear mine where it kind of sounds like I'm underwater. I apologize, (laughs) totally my fault, don't blame Bridget, but I truly hope that you will enjoy listening to this episode anyway, because we do share some wonderful nuggets. And just another quick disclaimer, you are going to hear us refer to our digital planners. We do want to make it clear that the 2021 school year digital planners, so the July to June They will no longer be available after Thanksgiving, which is Thursday, November 25th. That will be the last day to purchase the school year digital planners until next year. So keep that in mind. I really hope you enjoy this episode, despite my voice sounding awful, but we appreciate you
1: as always. Well, hello there, top teachers. We are your host, Bridget Spackman
0: and Michelle Emerson, and we are here to make your life easier by helping you master your time, organization, and productivity as a teacher.
1: This is the last episode of our mini-series on digital planning. In today's episode, we are going to share tips and tricks that will help you maximize your digital planning experience. But first,
0: let's hear a time-sucking hurdle from Ashley. Ashley says her TSH. Get it together, Michelle. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) It is not exactly school-related, but sort of. Tracking my calories slash logging food during the school year, as well as staying strict with the gym during the busiest time there. I don't know about you, but my gym is a madhouse of people from 4 to 7 p.m. Yes, Ashley. My gym is always so crowded. I have started a good regiment over the summer of working out, and in turn tracking what I'm putting into my body. This is a lot of work though, and man, does it take up time. I have a crazy, busy, hectic, insane schedule once school starts up. How do you do it all, Michelle? P.S. I totally am close to where Bridget is. The city of Harrisburg is not far from me."
1: No way, that is so cool, Ashley. I can't believe you are that close to me. I think it's about like maybe a 30 or 40 minute drive. Um, So very cool, very small world. Ashley, I totally understand how you feel. Over the summer, I was like, I need to get in shape. So for those of you who either are new to our podcast or don't know me very well, I have something called Hashimoto's. And my Hashimoto's, I basically gain weight like crazy. And so I've been kind of on this journey of trying to help prevent that as much as possible. And I told myself I was going to get a rowing machine over the summer. And we did. We got it. And I was doing really well with it and then the year started and it was really challenging to keep up with everything Um, and just maintaining me going out into our garage, getting on that rowing machine and, you know, giving back to my health. So for me, my health is really important and I think it's for everyone, it's really important and we know that there are so many teachers out there who do really want to live that healthier lifestyle. So, Michelle, do you want to give everyone the good news?
0: Yes, we have some super exciting news inspired by this and knowing that teachers, you know, want to live a healthy lifestyle, but as Ashley said, it's very challenging. We have been teasing in the last two episodes that we have a new planner being released this month. Drumroll please. I really hope this comes across on the podcast because that's going to (laughs) be awkward if it doesn't. I know. We now offer a fitness digital planner. Ah, So excited. Okay, here's the scoop. This planner is all about nutrition and exercise. It is undated, so it can be used again and again and again. And you can start using it at any time. Like It doesn't have to be a January start or a July start. We have so many templates that you can use to plan your meals, track your meals, track your workouts, document your progress and more. Plus, we have an amazing set of fitness digital stickers that will coordinate perfectly. So if you want to grab the fitness digital planner or the digital stickers, make sure you check out our store teachingonthedouble.com store on Friday, November 26th. That's Black Friday, day after Thanksgiving. This planner and the stickers, along with our 2022 teacher digital planners, will be on sale 20% off through December 12th. So if you are wanting to grab it, make sure that you do it within the first two weeks in order to grab it at its lowest price.
1: Isn't it so exciting? I've already started using Michelle. So I went through and Trent helped me like do some of my measurements and then I've started kind of adding in some of the food stuff. Oh, I love Aww, it so, so excited. We have a new baby. I know. <laughs> that is so exciting. Okay. Sorry. I guys, I'm like cheesing. Like I am full blown smiles right now because I am so excited about this. So, okay. I got to get my cheeks to come down because they're starting to hurt. Um, so. Let's start this episode um, with a little bit of tough love. I love the contrast. We went from like, I'm so excited to like tough love. It's time, people. (laughs) I'm I'm trying so hard, but my cheeks hurt so bad from smiling so big. So, (laughs) okay. So in all seriousness, we do need to give a little bit of tough love at the very beginning of this episode. Um, Here's the thing. It takes work to make a planner be effective for you. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard people tell me, well, I've tried to use it and it doesn't work for me. Or I have gotten all these different types and it's just like, it doesn't fit my style. I have to write on paper. Like I'm a paper person. Listen, guys, I understand where you're coming from, but you cannot purchase a planner and think that it will make your problems go away. <laughs> you and I say that in all caps, you have to make the effort in developing new a new habit so that you are truly getting the most out of your planning. And this relates to like the fitness
0: planners as well. You can't just buy a fitness planner and then magically wake up the next day and you're like, I have my dream body and my health and everything else. Like you have to put in the work. The planner is basically a tool that helps you be able to reach your goals, but you have to use it effectively.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So in this episode, uh, we are gonna be sharing our best tips for really maximizing your digital planners so that you feel in control of your time and your productivity. So we're gonna jump in to the very first tip, Tip number 1 is to use it consistently. <laughs> this seems like a no-brainer, but you actually have to use your planner in order for it to work for you guys. Like you can't like forget about it. <laughs> so, here are some recommendations for this. Create a schedule Time to like really open up your planner every day. If you have to set timers to help remind you to use your planner. (laughs) If you are somebody that's like, oh, I didn't use my planner all day, I didn't even open up, I didn't even write my plans in it. And I feel like that um, teachers out there, and I don't know how many there are, but there are probably teachers out there that don't necessarily have to write lesson plans. I am one of those teachers that we are not mandated by our school to write out our lessons which is like a blessing and a curse at the same time, right? Um, But you have to use it. So if you find yourself forgetting that you have a planner because you are like me and you don't have to turn in those lesson plans then you might want to set a, a reminder on your phone or your watch to really open up your planner you truly do have to get into the habit of using this planner and it's going to be hard in the beginning because you're not used to it your brain isn't going to do it automatically so we have to build that automaticity automatic automatic is that the right yeah, way yeah okay I did it I did it <laughs> I said it right uh, and build it so that your brain just automatically opens it up for you and you don't necessarily have to think about about it in the beginning you're going to have to think about it so create a space that just kind of gets you in the mood Oh, <laughs> <Bridget. laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so an example of this is like for me um I really enjoy planning with Netflix on the couch. So, I prefer to plan early in the morning at school too. And so because I know that I like to do it with Netflix on the couch. That sounded horrible. And then I also like to do it like right in the early morning at school with like music and a cup of coffee. I will set up the mood and I will make sure that I have the that time and space in my schedule to be able to do that.
0: Love it. OK, tip number two is to find your planning
1: style. Yes. The
0: truth is everyone plans differently. And we don't want you to fall into the trap of seeing someone else's lesson plans and then feeling the need to duplicate it. So here's an example. Some teachers write very detailed plans, almost like a step by step. While other teachers need just a very general bulleted list of the activities, one is not better than the other. It's just what that teacher needs. You have to find what works for you. One obstacle that may prevent you from using your digital planner consistently is you're trying to plan in a style that doesn't work for you. And this is something I have experienced in the past. I would try to write these very detailed plans because I saw other teachers doing that. But I could never stick to it because that wasn't me. And I realized instead, just writing a very general list was easier for me to stick to. I would write the basic list in my actual planner. But then I was creating a set of slides for every lesson that was way more detailed. And that was more my step by step. But that was something I would actually use while I was teaching. And I just realized that that's what works for me. And that's what I needed to stick to because otherwise like I wasn't going to be consistent going back to step one because it, it wasn't me.
1: Yeah. And I think that's also the evolution of just being a teacher as well. Right. In the beginning, I feel like uh, new teachers really do need kind of more detailed explanation so that they're building in those good teaching strategies and they're building that habit in the beginning because it's not something that they're used to doing. But the more and more we just kind of I feel like some of us as teachers really just know exactly. What we're doing We know kind of the steps That we're going to be taking We don't necessarily Need to write all that out There's no point in doing that So I'm right there with you Michelle I, I don't write out I I kind of keep a list of stuff <laughs> So tip number three Is going to be To create a routine Um, And this means to like develop a monthly, weekly, and daily routine for using your planners. Y'all know how much we love our routines. We are all about them. We use them quite a bit in helping to kind of build some of those habits. So when you sit down and kind of define what your routine is going to be, it's really going to help you in using it and also maximizing each of the components of your planner. So an example of this is like at the start of each month, you may want to perform like a brain dump using the task tracker. From there, you might open up the monthly planning and create a scope and sequence for the month. So determine which templates you want to be able to use and create a schedule to really help you build in that habit. What I love about our planner is that we do have so many different types of templates out there that really allows you to maximize your planning and also your thinking process so that you can build in these effective routines. Yeah. Um, I feel like, like I Michelle just- Yard, right now if you guys could see Michelle at the moment so she has like a, a computer because god bless her computer was not working for our podcasts and so she had to get a new one finally thank gosh her thing is a dinosaur and she's sitting at her, her desk she is blinded by the Didn't you want that office with that sunshine, Michelle? Well,
0: yeah, I was going to say, we just have to acknowledge this because for the past five
1: minutes, I'm like staring straight into the sun. She's been trying to shift herself. (laughs) She's like, nope, it's still there.
0: Oh, well, here's the problem. Yes, I'm like facing a window and Billy and Uh, I have ordered roller shades for all of our windows. We ordered them like seven weeks ago and they still have not come in. I'm talking with my eyes closed (laughs) because of the sun. So all of our windows are just completely open. And this is my first time podcast recording like here because previously I was like having to borrow Billy's laptop because as Bridget mentioned, my laptop was not working with a podcast recording. And this is my first time planning here at my desk, in my room with my computer. And I am now realizing like, uh, come 930, the sun <laughs> is at its all-time strongest. Okay. Yeah,
1: I've been telling her to get a new computer for the past, what, like, uh, year and a half, I yeah. think? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Um, But what I was going to say,
0: while I sat here with my eyes closed, listening to me, listening to you <laughs> talk... <laughs> I, let's be fully transparent because I think Bridget and I, we speak so much about like, oh, well we do this and we do that. We are not perfect with this. Like we are still working on this. And I'll be honest, I have a great daily routine. I have a great weekly routine. The monthly routine is something I need to work on. Like I need to sit down at the beginning of the month and better plan out what I want to accomplish, what things I know I have to get done, like all of that. And so... I love the fact that our planner has those templates built in because then we're able to use them to kind of facilitate building that habit. And that kind of brings me to the next tip, which is to create a template for every week. Listen, y'all, templates are life. Okay, seriously, they make your life so much easier. Our planner includes so many templates for you to use. We have a communication log, monthly planning, quarterly planning, so on and so forth. But our weekly planning pages are very simple on purpose. This allows you to customize them in a way that's going to fit your needs. So for example, you could draw or insert lines in order to divide Your weekly planning page into like subjects or planning periods or, you know, whatever your school calls it. Or you can use the header, such as our teacher header stickers, in order to kind of divide up those columns. What we recommend doing is creating a template that you can reuse every week by copying and pasting it. So I always use the teacher header stickers. And I would have them kind of ordered in the same order that I would teach those subjects throughout the day. And I would get them in the spots that I wanted them, use the lasso tool, draw around them all to select them, copy and paste them onto every single week. And this would make my life so much easier because when I sat down to plan, I already had that template. It's like when you buy a greeting card at the store. You've already got the pretty front, you've already got the message inside, and then you're just adding in to customize it. Bridget is now taking pictures of me because I am using my hand to try to cover the sun so I can read my notes. And she's like, just taking pictures. i stinker. Okay. <laughs> Um, you also could use this, like if you're going to do more detailed plans, you could kind of have that general layout. So I know when I taught math, I would start with a number sense routine. Then we would do a word problem. Then we would do kind of like a mini lesson and I would have those sections laid out. So I just had to fill in the different parts. And this is something you could even do at the beginning of the year, or maybe the beginning of the marking period, if you don't want to do it that far in advance, you could copy and paste it onto all the weekly pages for that length of time. And then when that week comes, if you need to make small adjustments, like maybe you're off school on Friday, you can just take those stickers and delete them. But it at least sets it up for you. And that's going to make your life a lot easier.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tip number five. Guys, I seriously can't. I can't look at you, Michelle. I'm going to have to hide you. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to be conspicuous, but I'm like I'm straight up putting you in the corner because I cannot look at you. (laughs) Okay, so tip number five is going to be to copy plans from previous years. And so this means to be um, to be one that will really often I think that we forget about uh, is looking at what we've done in previous years. And that is using previous planners from past years to just kind of help us plan. I don't think we do that enough and we really should be utilizing that strategy more often. You do not have to reinvent the wheel uh, every single year. So if you're teaching the same grade at the same school, use the plans that you've already created and modify them as as needed. So one tip that I really do have for you is to just kind of create some notes after each lesson, because if you're like me and you really do wanna continue proving on your craft and making sure that these lessons are really good ones, you might wanna just add some notes at the end of that lesson. And maybe the lesson just like took a little bit longer or you needed to change something, add that in. So in the next year that you go to look at it, you can make that change versus making the same mistakes over and over and over again again. It really is a great way to be able to maximize your time um, and utilize it in a way that you're not just wasting, just creating the thing, same thing over and over again. You know what I thought about as you mentioned that, Bridget? We should maybe try to
0: create a set of stickers geared toward that like geared toward like lesson feedback so like we could make a sticker that said like lesson took two days lesson took three days yeah. so that it's easier at the end they could literally just go in and like insert that sticker and it would kind of
1: like give them guidance on how the that's lesson. a great idea i
0: don't know we'll have to see if we can come up with enough like different things to actually trust me add i feel like in. i but got a
1: lot of them after this year <laughs>
0: perfect okay tip number six is to use checklists. Another favorite of ours. Listen, the whole point of having a planner is to create a plan. That's literally why it's called a planner, but your planner should also help you execute the plan. Have y'all seen there's like a, a quote and it's like you create the plan, then you throw away the plan and I, I've seen it on like reels. It's like an audio clip and anyway, if you know what if you know you know. Um, <laughs> so one strategy you can use to execute the plan is to create and use checklists. Now, there are a few different ways you can do this. You can actually use the checklist page. So we have like a blank page where you can title your checklist and then we have the spots for you to add the different items. We also have pre-made checklists throughout the planner, so like field trips, conferences, all of that. You obviously can use those. But you also could add like the blank boxes on our weekly pages. So on the portrait planner, it's at the bottom. And then on the landscape planner, it's on the side. You could use one of those blank boxes to become a checklist for like the things you have to get done that week. Or you can even incorporate the checklist into your plans. So this is something I started doing last year. I would actually add a checkbox Next to the different items of my plan. So I literally just Googled like checkbox icon and I copied and pasted it because I would use like the text box tool on GoodNotes. And then as I would actually like complete that item and it was ready to go, I would check it off. So, for example, if I had a math lesson, once I created the slides, I would check it off. Um, And I know, Bridget, you use the pen tool, right, to kind of like cross items off.
1: Yeah, because I type it out. And so what I end up doing is I just kind of cross things off as I finish them. Yeah. So
0: creating the checklist at the same time that you create the lesson plans, whether you're doing that like on one of the side boxes or you're adding the checkbox next to the item or you're crossing it off like Bridget does, that's going to save you a lot of time and it's going to make your lesson planning more efficient.
1: Yeah. So the last tip that we have for you guys is going to be to use pictures. I really love this one. And to really kind of help with those visual cues and also to limit the amount of paper that we're dealing with, you can use pictures in your planner, which is really nice. So an example of this is like if you're doing a craft or you have an anchor chart or you have answer keys. Oh, guys, put your answer keys pictures into the... oh. It's the best, the best, because then I don't have to have it printed out, which is so nice. You can take a picture and then add it to your planner and limit the paper clutter. And then you're not having to recreate answer keys or recreate a sample of that every single year. You can project that picture up onto um, your you know, projector or if you have a TV, whatever it might be for kids to be able to view it. But you don't necessarily have to keep all of the paper clutter, which is really nice. Um, If you're in a meeting and you have documents that you need to keep, another great way to do it is to just take a picture of that and then add it to your planner so that you can reference it as needed. I know that there have been plenty of times where I feel like I need to really have like a certain paper or something to that extent, like Right then and there, and instead of like looking through my desk, I can just go to my planner. I can um, use search tools if I write out a header to it, like use the search tool and be able to pull it up immediately, which is really nice.
0: And Bridget, I was thinking about you mentioned adding the the picture of the answer key within your plans. Yes. Am I correct that if you're using, for example, the tablet planner and you Mm -hmm. insert it into like the weekly page, the picture is probably gonna be pretty small, right? To fit in that box. But couldn't you have it small and then at the time you're actually using it, just like make it big? Yeah. You could do that
1: or you could just zoom into it. True. You can zoom True. really far into that tablet planner. True. It's great.
0: Love that. Oh, I feel like we should have had that one be number one. <laughs> but it's almost like it's a next step, right? It takes something getting used to, like mm-hmm. getting in the habit of adding in the pictures. But that can really like revolutionize the efficiency yeah. of your planner. Ugh. Absolutely. Love it. OK, let's go ahead and review those seven tips that we had. Number one, you got to use it consistently. Number two, you have to find your planning style. Stop comparing yourself to others. Step Or not step three, but tip three, you need to create a routine for actually using your planner. Tip four, you need to create a template for every week. Tip five, you need to copy your plans from previous years. Save yourself some time and energy. Number six, use checklists. And better yet, like do it at the same time that you're already planning. And number seven, use pictures. Now, at the beginning of this episode, we mentioned that we do have a new fitness digital planner that will be available in our store, teachingonthedouble.com store, on Friday, November 26th. It will be on sale 20% off until December 12th. We also will be releasing our 2022 January to December digital teacher planners on that same day. Again, teachingonthedouble.com slash door. Those planners will also be on sale 20% off for the first two weeks until December 12th. So if you are wanting to grab it, make sure you head over there
1: within those first two weeks so that you can grab it at the lowest price. And while you are on our website, please check out our TSH section. We would love for you to submit your time-sucking hurdle to us so that you can be featured right here on the podcast and get some advice from us. Also, subscribe to our podcast so that you can get notified every time we drop a new episode, which is on Thursday mornings. And make sure to leave a review over on iTunes. It really does help us to get into the ears of so many other teachers out there. So until next time, be timely, stay organized, and be productive. Bye-bye.
0: See ya.